the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrom. President Trump this week announced he'll meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. On Friday, the president spoke with both Chinese President Xi Jinping and Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe about the future meeting, and both agreed it would be a good thing that Mr. Trump was doing rather than going with the ominous alternative. The president hits the hustings in Pennsylvania today with an eye on winning a special election. When President Trump holds a rally in Moon Township, Pennsylvania this evening, it will be his second visit to the district of GOP congressional candidate Rick Saccone. Republicans are worried about possibly losing next week's special election and have sent in reinforcements. Vice President Pence, presidential daughter Ivanka Trump, and White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway all have traveled to Pennsylvania's 18th Congressional District, a region that extends from the Pittsburgh suburbs to West Virginia. Greg Clugston, the White House. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh isn't confident in Congress. Because I, like many of you, have very little faith in Mitch McConnell and the rest in the Senate and Paul Ryan and the rest in the House. The only reason we've gotten anything done in Washington, D.C. this past 13, 14 months is because of Donald Trump. Nothing to do with Paul Ryan or Mitch McConnell. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner, the big weekend wheel, Mitch Berg, is coming up next year on The Patriot. Glad you stuck with us here on a Saturday afternoon. Tomorrow, Sunday at 2 p.m., tune in for The Closer, Brad Carlson, and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. over on Business 1440, it's The King Banyan Show, replayed Sunday mornings at 9. Together they are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, mid to upper 30s clouds today, a slight chance of some snow tonight, and a chance of a wintry mix for Sunday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, swampy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, composed of myself every Saturday from 1 to 3 on the Headliner Edition. Brad Carlson every Sunday from 2 to 3 on the Closer Edition. And, of course, King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessmen. Together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which have exerted a beneficent stranglehold on Twin Cities Weekend Radio for 14 years as of last week and the the dynasty continues we're just going to keep on going 651 knock wood 651-289-4488 the number to call you can also join us on twitter hashtag n-a-r-n short for northern alliance radio network we're also using the hashtag narn show that's n-a-r-n show uh, for for those who want to uh, try two different hashtags, there's some other subjects that pop up on Narn. Something about C.S. Lewis, I guess. So maybe we'll be maybe we'll be doing some uh, Narn show hashtag in the future here. Uh, we'll we'll be monitoring them both. So have no fear. Anyway, uh, we're carrying on with that. I'm also found on my blog at shotinthedark.info, and frequently found also on True North, looktruenorth.com which is the Center for Center-Right Political Opinion in the Upper Midwest, uh, along with the Center of the American Experiment. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the, the CAE is also a pretty big deal. But True North is kind of up there, too. I'm just saying, catch my drift. Uh, anyway, my name is Mitch Berg, making talk radio great again. Hope you can join me at 651-289-4488. We were talking before the break about a lot of things, about uh, about Lori Sturdivant, of course, which I just devoted 45 more minutes to her than she deserves. But sometimes you just got to say what needs to be said. And also to to 
kids today. I'm going to be talking a little bit about education for a bit here uh, before we uh, move on to some other stuff of, of political import. But uh, it's kind of a conciliary told me a story about someone, and he couldn't quite attribute it before the, the break. But it's kind of interesting. Right now we are being beset with a lot of images and a lot of sound from from teenagers and, and youth around the country who are whose opinions are suddenly of paramount importance, at, at least the ones who are campaigning for gun control. Now, the ones who are, in fact, Second Amendment supporters, they're getting no press time whatsoever. And they, according to some polls, seem to be the majority among millennials, which is encouraging, except that the big left and all of their money and the education system they control are trying to change that, trying to at least create the impression it's not true to log roll youngins around. And it's a fact that the youngins are somewhat prone to being log roll. In fact, as Conciliary pointed out, the story I heard was before the Parkland shooting, people were seriously discussing rules to make sure that they changed the color of Tide Pods so kids wouldn't think they were candy. Teenagers wouldn't think they were candy. <laughs> and now suddenly we're supposed to take their advice on constitutional law. <laughs> make up your mind, American zeitgeist. Uh, yeah. And by the way, Jonah Goldberg at National Review has a has a great piece on this entitled The Wisdom of Youth. Yes, he's being sarcastic. And yes, so am I. Uh, people ought, ought to be judged on the basis of their own merits, not as representatives of class or character, uh, category. Uh what the tagline on the story was was an absolute classic. Uh, there are a few things more settled in science than the fact that humans start out not very bright or informed, and that this condition only wears off over time, i.e. as they get older. You don't see a lot of 40-year-olds eating Tide Pods out there. Uh, God love kids. I raised three of them, uh, two of my own, one, uh, one someone else's bio kid that I worked with plenty myself. Um, nothing but affection for the younger generation, but let's be honest, there was a reason that when we, people of my age group uh, and and your age group, for the, most of you, uh, there's a reason we had to earn our place in line to actually have our opinions heard uh, in, in a way that kids today don't seem to think they have to. They seem to think they're entitled to be taken seriously. In a perfect world, everyone would be taken seriously. All I know is when I was in high school, the fact that I had was 17 years away from being born at the end of World War II meant that I wasn't quite entitled to the same weight of opinion as my elders. And that bothered me at the time, but it makes a lot of sense to me now if you catch my drift, and I think most of you over the age of 35 probably do. Anyway, uh, that's... It doesn't help that the kids today are being educated so badly. I mean, I've talked about my travails with the St. Paul public schools and the public school system in general. University system may be even worse. I mean, it's been completely co-opted, almost completely co-opted by the far left. And this is a shame. That's a real shame because the news came out last week, uh, at least in, in some sources, that, that uh, about half, a good chunk of America's colleges... Uh, are separating themselves into the colleges and universities that are going to succeed and the ones that aren't. And and the theory is the sorting process has already begun. Uh, the ones that are gaining enrollment and finding a, a hard economic niche out there are probably going to make it. And the ones that can't and don't won't. And th there's a lot of people on the right, the conservatives, uh, who, who are, are tickled pink about that because – they're fairly well convinced that there's an awful lot of kids out there going to school and racking up an awful lot of debt to earn, quote, worthless degrees, end quote. And they have a point, but I don't think it's the point they think they have. And I'll tell you why. First of all, I'm a firm believer there's no such thing as a worthless degree. Only a dumb, entitled, or inflexible person. I'm sorry to say that. It's not very charitable of me. It's probably not the paragon of Christian charity, but there are people out there who just aren't don't have the brains to to make it with a degree or without now i have a ba in english my bachelor's degree in english and and by the way it set me up pretty good for a life where i changed careers three times before i turned 40 started in radio went to technical writing 
wound up in user experience design, which, by the way, is a STEM, one of those STEM-related fields that everyone's jabbering about today. I do pretty good. In fact, I, it's safe to say I probably make, I don't know, competitive to maybe slightly better money than a lot of people my age who went into computer programming. I'm doing pretty good. Not, not to brag. I mean, I'm not going to be driving around a Ferrari anytime soon, but I do all right. And let me tell you, my earnings from this broadcast, <laughs> that really leaps me up into the top 1%. But I had an advantage back then, being sarcastic. But my major advisor, a fellow named Dr. James Blake, who was the best college professor anyone ever had, uh, was a pretty no-nonsense guy. He was uh, head of the English department of my college. And uh, it was he, by the way, who finally convinced me I was a conservative. And he called himself a monarchist. So uh, I doubt you could find anyone like him in an English program anywhere today. And he was also pretty diligent about reminding us, all of us, all of us, that unless we wanted to either spend years chasing a Ph.D. and then chasing after academic appointments, or unless we wanted to teach high school, or unless we wanted to work for pretty much slave wages in the literary world as editors at the, the Modern Library Association or with a publishing company for worse than minimum wage in some respects, the odds of, quote, working in our field after college were pretty much non-existent. We were going to have to adapt to be mentally nimble, and we we're going to have to think to make a living. And I did. I mean, I taught myself a field that is a derivative of communications design and engineering. And I don't, could I have done that without my degree in English? Maybe. But I'm here to tell you it made it a lot easier. So some of these chuckleheads out there who are cheering the demise of liberal arts and humanities programs have it half wrong. They could be a very useful niche for an awful lot of people whose approach to solving things is to think them through, to, to analyze. That's what you should be learning in a program like that. Now, outside of places like Hillsdale College, they largely don't these days. I mean, these places are sinecures for intellectually sloppy, boundlessly entitled academics who, quote, teach soggy, rootless, post-structural, feelings-based ideology rather than arts and humanities. And that's a shame because while STEM programs, science, technology, engineering, and math programs are very useful and technology and engineering are very important in a technology-based society, it's not so good at telling us the why. I mean, I mean, if we have a society with no history teachers, no civics teachers, no people who can write engagingly about our history, our freedom, our legacy, how does that get passed on? I mean, I know we here in Talk Radio Ray, take seriously our obligation to do that, but I'm here to tell you it ain't enough. Anyway. And by the way, when I say there are no worthless degrees, I, I that's not quite true. Any degree that ends with the word studies is worthless, completely worthless. Uh, now, one degree that takes a lot of hits, uh, especially among conservatives, is a degree in music. And one type of school, that uh, higher education institute, that takes a lot of hits from liberals is private sector education, uh, privately owned colleges and universities. And one of those here in uh, St. Paul, closed over the winter, just about Christmas time. A place called McNally Smith uh, is a music college that uh, was down in the old Science Museum building. For those of you who remember downtown St. Paul in the mid-1990s, the Science Museum, which is now down on Kellogg in a beautiful facility down on uh, Kellogg Boulevard over the river, kind of right across uh, a little bit down the street from the Excel Energy Center, for those of you who get that far into downtown St. Paul. Anyway, it used to be up on Ninth and Exchange, kind of kitty corner from the Fitzgerald Theater, if you if you have ever been to a Garrison Keillor show, and I, I know most of you have not, and that's fine. It's been 30 years since I have. So anyway, it used to be, it's now the, the Church of Scientology by this huge Scientology building. The building across the street from that, which used to be the dinosaur building in the old science museum, uh, was McNally Smith, McNally Smith College of Music. And it was it was a place where kids who had an interest in going to the music industry particularly, as opposed to music education, um, people who wanted to seek a performance in uh, a degree and, and some background and context in the world of performance, in the world of, of uh, production, 
in the world of the music business, whether it be promoters or, or bookers or, or people working for record labels or starting record labels, people who want to, do, who, to tread that particular path could go to McNally Smith and get a degree in the subject and hopefully uh, get themselves a career in the music field. Well, I mean, it's no dumber than trying to seek a career in music without all of those credentials. I mean, it's a tough field, like being an actor. It didn't work out well, at least for the current class, and we'll talk about that and why it pays to be buddies with the power uh, power party in a one-party city. When we come back, Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Uh, A middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI, because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to IdentifyEPI.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit IdentifyEPI.com, brought to you by AbbVie. With very few investors still wanting outdated products like mutual funds or variable annuities, what are people turning to? They're turning to America's investor advocacy show, Financial Fortitude. Hi, I'm Dale Creed Francis. And I'm Ryan Litvin, and we have shared unbiased information for years right here on The Patriot. It's information people need to know, like the latest innovations, including protection vehicles, growth vehicles, income vehicles, and hybrid strategies. Make your reservation for our listener appreciation dinner coming up in just a few days. Go to financialfort.com or call 612-999-1185. The Financial Fortitude Radio Network is committed to serving its community by providing a better set of investment and retirement tools. It's impossible to know what you don't know. The dinner and drinks are on us. We guarantee you'll be amazed at what you learn. It won't change our life if you don't come, but I promise you it can change yours. 612-999-1185 or financialfort.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? Hey, boy, do we have an event coming up for you? I can't give you all the details yet because it's still kind of a secret. But I think I can let you in on some of this. Save a date. Sunday, April 29th. It's called, are you ready for this? Because only certain people get to know this so far. It's called Overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. Now, tickets won't be available for purchase till later on this week. Maybe earlier, maybe later, maybe middle of the week. We don't know yet. You have to keep checking in at am1280thepatriot.com or just listen. We'll tell you when they're on sale. Let's be honest. You won't be able to escape it. But it's Sunday, April 29th at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. 
The hosts will be Hewitt and Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, emceed by Ed Morrissey. Tickets will range from $20 at the door to $199 for seating at the, uh, at the, at the star tables, Hewitt and Gallagher's tables. Stay tuned for more details. I can give you one detail. There will be a Narn table. Ed King Banyan, Brad Carlson, and myself will be holding forth at that table, which will be the real cool kids table. Seven seats available for grabs. Once they're gone, there won't be any more. Probably. Unless there's a huge demand, we can get two Narn tables. Huh? Well, I don't know. Let's sell out seven here, and we'll see where it goes from there. It's uh, coming up April 29th at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. Overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. Make sure you're there, or, or you, we will drive you crazy telling you all about it. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, we are talking before the break about uh, the McNally Smith College of Music. Now, this was a, is a, a, a private... Uh, privately financed music school. I, I, this is not, most colleges, most colleges and universities are either state-run operations, which means they're they're elements of the state government. Uh, for example, uh, the University of Minnesota or the Minnesota State Colleges and Universities system, which are chartered by the state as an educational organization run by the state. I, I, I don't know all the legal entities. Talk with an accountant. Uh, before you make any bets based on anything that I've said here. Uh, and, and in the case of private institutions like, say, St. Thomas or McAllister or Hamlin or Concordia or, or places that aren't connected with the state directly, they are run as nonprofits for the most part. They operate as, as nonprofit entities under, under tax law, and therefore they don't pay taxes, yada, yada, yada. Now, there are others that have come under some fire in many cases that are run as for-profit businesses. Uh, University of Phoenix is one. Uh, Globe College uh, was one. I think it's gone now. McNally Smith was one of those. And it was uh, it was set up by a couple of musicians, Jeff McNally and Doug Smith, in 2001. That goes back a ways, actually. It's been around for a while. I had no idea until I read the article in the City Pages how long McNally Smith had been in business. Going back to 2001, Jeff McNally, Doug Smith, both guitar teachers who had started a school called Music Tech, which goes back to the 90s, actually, were essentially gifted a building. And by the way, this is uh, from a City Pages story on the subject, and I quote, essentially gifted the vacant building that had formerly housed part of the Science Museum of Minnesota. The city of St. Paul sold the property for $1, and as a deal sweetener kicked in a million dollars in city-backed financing. Within a few years, Music Tech was renamed to honor its two founders who held the majority of its shares. Today, that building, by the way, is worth between 13 and $19 million, according to the county's assessors. Now, it went out of business. It declared uh, it's in the middle of bankruptcy proceedings right now. Its lawyers aren't, uh, McNally Smith's lawyers aren't putting out any uh, any comment on, on the bankruptcy right now. But it closed just before Christmas, uh, throwing its students basically with no notice whatsoever out in the, uh, in the street, as it were, figuratively speaking. And... It was a surprise. I mean, we had we had people at McNally Smith. I mean, if you hung around downtown St. Paul at all, it was hard to miss it. I mean, you'd see people walking around carrying musical instruments and dragging pianos with and singing. It was it was an interesting school. You'd go out, you'd walk by Central Presbyterian Church or down by the old uh, the other half of the old Science Museum is now the uh, Church of Scientology. The big part of the building uh, is is that, and of course the 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 part where the dinosaur skeletons used to be. On the east side of uh, of Exchange Exchange Street was it Wabasha? East side of Wabasha, I believe it was. Yeah, Wabasha. Uh, between Wabasha and Saint Peter, between Ninth and Exchange, is where the building is. Um, and and it's it's the one on the east side, uh, east side of the old complex where the dinosaur skeletons were, which was always my kids' favorite part anyway. So it was McNally Smith College of Music, sold to McNally and Smith for a buck along with a million dollars in signing bonuses and a uh, property tax waiver, as uh, just like it was a nonprofit, but it's an exemption that saved uh, the school. And, by the way, according to the City Pages, which is a relentlessly leftist institution, uh, cost the city about a half a million dollars a year. And it did pretty well for a while. I mean, I remember when I worked downtown, there was a lot of, mu- a lot of music students down there, and it was fun. 
I enjoyed. I mean, I'm a musician. I've got nothing against musicians. I am one. I moved here to be a musician when I was 22. So I, I got something in common with these people, although, good God, no, I was not going to study music. Certainly not going to pay $15,000 a year to do it, as McNally Smith uh, students did for a four-degree year. It's a lot of money to go into music where you're doing well to make 100 bucks a night playing guitar at a bar or minimum wage, perhaps working for a small record label. I don't know. It's their life. They can do what they want. But they did pretty well. I mean, for 13 years, from when they started in 2001, when they converted from music tech to McNally Smith, until 2013, they were doing well. Mayor, Former Mayor Chris Coleman, now former gubernatorial candidate Chris Coleman, uh, declared February 15, 2013, to be Jack McNally Day in St. Paul. Uh, we'll come back to that. They were, they were doing pretty well at that point. They had a fair number of students. They had a fair amount of impact. They were drawing students from all over the country. Their their life was pretty good at McNally Smith. And you, if you're someone from a more traditional business or technology-oriented degree, or if you're a tradesperson, you might be saying, ha-ha, musicians trying to run a business. I'm here to tell you. As in my day, I will just say, I was perhaps the only conservative pundit in the Twin Cities punk rock scene. Believe it or not. But I used to talk to a lot of musicians and say, despite all of the socialist rhetoric that you flap your gums about on stage, many of you, if you busy yourself with politics at all, it's just fashionable to be a socialist in, in the world of, of underground rock and roll. And yet, most of you, I would say to these people, I mean, those of you who are making a living in music aren't doing it by spending money you don't have. I mean, you spend money you have, you live within your means, you watch every dime, you account very carefully, you invest very prudently in the gear that you use to ply your trade, and then perhaps in the way you invest for whatever retirement a career as a musician might get you. I mean, working musicians are fundamental. whatever jawing they do about socialism, they're fundamentally very conservative people. Anyway, that's a bit of a a digression because really the issue is not what they study, how they study. That's their choice. And McNally Smith offered them that choice until it didn't. And by the way, there's some questions about the finances because they said they were roughly, according according to filings we've seen, they're declaring $10 million in debts, but their property may be worth several times that. So it's an odd little bankruptcy as bankruptcies go. I mean, the building alone is appraised almost $19 million, according to the assessors. Now, property in downtown St. Paul tends to go begging for years, so it may not fetch $19 million bucks, but there's some money floating around down there. But here's the deal. Here's the thing I think is interesting. I mean, I'm sorry for the, the kids who wound up, and not so kids. I mean, they interviewed, uh, City Pages interviewed one of the students as a 65-year-old from California who came out to study composition <sighs> and is out on the yeah, out looking for another school to go to. Uh, and by the way, the credits never transfer from these for-profit institutions. Just They never do because nonprofit academics are pretty picky about that kind of thing for whatever reason. I'll get... King Banyan to talk about that at some point, perhaps. But you have to look at this episode in St. Paul, negotiated between a couple of music music teachers and the city government of St. Paul, and ask, how is it that they got such a sweetheart deal? And the last place I would expect to find the answer on that would be the city pages, which is a particularly relentlessly left-wing media outlet in a city of left-wing media outlets the city pages is kind of far out on the extreme i think it's fair to say they used to actually do some very good reporting not so much anymore but this this piece on the closing of mcnally smith did in fact bring out some useful information and most useful bit of information buried well down into the story is the fact back in 2001 mcnally and smith both guitar teachers who started music tech um, had basically got the $1 deal for a prime building in downtown uh, St. Paul. 
City of St. Paul sold it for a buck and as a deal sweetener kicked in a million in financing. Now, it happens that the two, Jack McNally and Chris Coleman, the at-the-time mayor, went back a bit. 30 years, in fact, when McNally had been Chris Coleman's guitar teacher. And they've been getting special treatment ever since, including perhaps in the uh, dissolution. We don't know yet. All it just shows that in a one-party city where there is no accountability, it's, it's who you know that determines the treatment you get and the party that you suck up to. More when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. The perfect anniversary gift is to learn how to dance as a couple with this exclusive half-price offer from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Get 20 lessons for just $8.50. That's half price. American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. There is only one of these half-off deals remaining. 20 dance lessons for just $8.50 from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Give her the anniversary gift she'll never expect. Call the Patriot today at 651-405-8800. Hey folks, I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. Over a decade ago, I decided to start a company that could help families take control of their finances and more importantly, their time. We offer you a powerful education in how to trade in the stock market, providing you the skill sets you need to manage your financial manager and speak his language, or even cut out the middleman entirely and do it yourself. My mission was to put more money in the hands of good Christian people to impact this country and the rest of the world. Since that time, I've seen Tradeway grow from a small business started in a garage with my family to an education company which now employs more than 20 families and has educated nearly 20,000 people from all across the country. God has truly blessed this mission. It's been exciting to see the Tradeway family grow through the years. At this point, people attend our events not only to hear about the stock market, but to fellowship with other families and even to strengthen their walk with the Lord. The Tradeway community is unlike anything I've ever seen in my business career or even in my ministries. With Tradeway, you not only get a powerful system for trading as a business, but you get the kind of hands-on support, ongoing development, and personal community that is required to propel you forward in this journey, and we help you to do that one step at a time. I want to personally invite you to join us at our next event called Step 1, Start Your Journey, April 13th and 14th. The event will be hosted by David Huber Sr. and his son Dave Huber. These two guys are a powerful team with many years of trading experience, and they are exciting presenters as well. And Dave is my son-in-law who helped start the company. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hope you can join me. You can also join me on Twitter. Sung by three St. Paul musicians who did not go to McNally Smith. Somehow made out all right. Three, two, one, and. What he said. He speaks the truth. I'm kidding. If you're lonely, you can give me a call. 651-289-4488. I can only do so much. It's a talk show, not therapy. I suppose we could probably do an hour of therapy someday. Dennis Prager does it. 
got the happiness hour and the and the men and women hour. Uh, I two two of his fifteen hours every week are essentially therapy. I suppose there's no reason I couldn't do it. There's so many things that Dennis Prager does that I want to do just differently. Like Dennis Prager does some great shows. I like like the happiness hour and the and the hour about men and women every week. It's just wonderful stuff. And I'd like to do an hour of just old-fashioned 1940s-style therapy, like smacking people upside the head when they whine at me. Sort of like that that, that Geico ad where Lee Ermey talks you know, talks about how bad a Marine drill sergeant would be as a, as a therapist. I w- that would be me. That would be totally me. Um, and, boy, I just would love to, the show I would – the hour I would do on male and female relationships, that would be – <laughs> that would be pretty awful. Okay, so uh, we won't do that, but uh, 651-289-4488, whether you're lonely or not, just give us a call. Now, uh, subject that's going to be near and dear to my heart for this next couple of weeks that I've talked about on this broadcast in the past and will likely be talking about next week in some much greater depth with a guest on the broadcast who will be joining us to talk about this as well is the move that we've been seeing in some quarters of the Minnesota GOP to uh, support a resolution that would bar Muslims from the Minnesota Republican Party. Now, leave aside the fact that it is unconstitutional. I mean, you can't break the law with our resolutions. You just can't. Uh, leave aside the fact it's it's also unconservative. I mean... Republicans, I forget about Republicans, conservatism in America, American conservatism, rejects the notion of identity politics. And not just identity politics, but group guilt, group responsibility for things. We don't hold, if you're, if you're an American conservative, you don't judge entire, you don't judge people by their groups is what I'm trying to say. You don't see someone of Irish descent and say, well, I reject you because I'm a Scot and we hate the Irish. You judge people on their individual merits. And Muslims that come to the Republican Party, well, I mean, I've talked about this before. Uh, Here's a pet peeve of mine among many of my fellow Republicans. On the one hand, they will say, well, if Muslims are going to come to America, they need to assimilate. Which, by the way, I agree with. Every immigrant who comes to this country should assimilate. And in fact, the statutory requirement to assimilate by learning the language and learning our Constitution better than most of us natives know it should be a matter of law and expectation. And it's not today, although most immigrants do make better Americans than most Americans do, uh, especially in St. Paul. The... Pet peeve is people say, well, Muslim immigrants had better assimilate. And then you have a Muslim immigrant who makes perhaps the most assimilatory move an an immigrant can make, joining not just a political party, but the Republican Party, trying to join the Republican Party. I mean, how much more assimilationist can one get? You can't. And and when you have Republicans getting up and introducing, and I'll be civil here and, and say they're introducing brick-headed, know-nothing, moronic resolutions that would bar these people as individuals from joining the Republican Party. It's something that needs to be beaten down with a stick, a big stick. I plan to do that. By the way, the, the, the people who say Muslims need to assimilate, it's a legitimate point. And that's frequently followed by a, a statement along the lines of, and by the way, it'd be nice if moderate Muslims would reject what the terrorists are doing. Where are they? And it's a legitimate question because there's been a dearth of them in the world. And there's a reason for that, as we've discussed here before. Perhaps the most dangerous thing in the world outside the United States to be is a moderate Muslim because, of course, the radicals put a target on you. You are a bigger enemy to them than the West is. You're a bigger enemy to to the radicals than the Jews are. But the question I've asked some of the people who've said this over the years is, okay, 
So assuming someday some of them do start speaking out against the radicals, what you going to do? Will you recognize it? Will you acknowledge it? Will you have the integrity to say, well, there it is. This is what I've been waiting for. And I ask for a reason, because it might just be upon us here. If you're an American like me, by the way, as well, who's weary of Muslim excuses, uh, and one of the ones who asks, so when will moderate Muslims take a stance against the radicals? Here you go. One of them is taking a stance against the radicals. Not just one of them, but a big, important one. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman uh, visited this past week with Egyptians Coptic Christians. Now, Coptic Christians are a sect of the Christian church that broke off from the Church of Rome back in the 400s, 500s AD, hundreds of years before the Greek Orthodox Church broke off from Rome, and close to a thousand years before the Protestant Reformation. These are people who've been wandering about separate from Rome for well over a thousand, probably closer to 1,300 years. And, and they observe a, a sect of Christianity that goes back in its own way to Roman times, legitimately early Roman time or late Roman times. And by the way, these are people who, by the way, are largely found, Coptics are largely found in Northeast Africa. In Egypt, uh, they are still found heavily in Ethiopia. They're the majority of the population of Ethiopia. And they're found in parts of Sudan as well. And they were in large numbers in Egypt. Now, many of them have had to flee because the, uh, the, the, the what do you call it, the, the uh, Wahhabi, the Muslim Brotherhood and, and the other Wahhabi radical Muslims who have become such a prominent part of Egyptian life have spent a good part of the last 30 years persecuting the bejeebers out of the Coptics, many of whom have fled elsewhere, many of them to America, some to Ethiopia, where they are still the majority. And it shows. Anyway. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who is the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, the heir to the throne of Saudi Arabia, visited with the Pope of the Coptic Church. I quote the, the story from this past week. Speaking to Egyptian media after the visit, the head of the Egyptian church, Pope Tawadros II, said, in the name of the Coptic Orthodox Church, we welcome Prince Mohammed's visit to his uh, second country, Egypt. Prince Mohammed spoke a lot of his affection for the Copts, the Pope of the Coptic Church said, not to be confused with the Pope of the Roman Church, adding that the kingdom's heir to the throne invited him and all Copts to visit Saudi Arabia. The two men walked together through St. Mark's Cathedral in what Egypt's state news agency described as the first tour of its kind. The visit came on the second day of the Saudi crown prince's visit to Egypt, his first foreign visit since he became heir to the throne. He also met uh, Egypt's top Islamic official, Ahmed al-Tayyeb al-Azhar, the foremost seat of learning in Sunni Islam. Now, Thomas Lifson, uh, writing American thinker, adds some context to this story. Simply stated, uh, bin Salman is seeking to defang Muslim extremists who seek to destroy Christianity in Arab and Muslim-speaking countries. This is important. The Muslim Brotherhood had been persecuting, murdering, destroying the property of Coptic Christians in Ethiopia, uh, Ethiopia, in Egypt, and uh, other Near Eastern, Middle Eastern countries for decades now. Lifson says, garnering support from the most respected source of Islamic scholarship, no doubt accompanied by the offer of funds from the Saudi Treasury, is the carrot to be used in persuading Wahhabi clergy to change their preaching with the denial of Saudi funds to recalcitrant advocates of armed jihad supplying the stick. For those of you who aren't paying attention, or who've had other things to concern yourself in life, or, quite frankly, those of you who get your information from some of the bobbleheads who are pushing these moronic resolutions at BPO meetings around the state today, the Wahhabi Sunnis, along with the Iranian radical Shiites, are the Muslims behind the terror, behind Al-Qaeda, behind the, the, the ISIS, behind the, 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 uh, the uh, well, ISIS, behind the caliphate. Thank you very much. Uh, these, are, these are the radicals who believe that, that living under a civil government that is not dominated by Islamists is itself apostasy and needs to be destroyed even before the Jews. 
Oh, yeah, it goes beyond that. Over the last year, this is information that uh, that came out over the past uh, year here, uh, American media, uh, largely clueless about religion, uh, have been uh, ignoring the fact that not only has the Saudi regime been reaching out to the Coptic Christians, but they and the Kuwaitis, whose bacon we saved 25 years ago, have been reaching out to Israel. And Muslim countries, especially the Saudis, who've been bankrolling the PLO for two generations now, have been pulling back the funding. And they've been doing this partly because the Saudis have realized, at least the Saudi regime is starting to realize, the royal family, that their real enemy isn't the Jewish state that has never attacked them. It's the Shiites who are building the nuclear weapons. And it's the Wahhabis that are saying, keep giving us the big bucks or we will kill you. And we will bring all manner of hellfire, literal and figurative, down upon you uh, while we do it. And this is huge. This is potentially earth-shattering in a good way. And if you're one of those people who's been saying, well, we're waiting for the moderate Muslims to stand up and be counted, the crown prince has his reasons. This is political as much as it is moral, absolutely. But that's how these battles get won. That's how these changes get made. The fact is, for whatever reason, the Saudi regime is putting its money where its mouth is. And putting its mouth someplace where we have been wanting them to put it for a while on the side of of, of rejecting terror. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Then every guy will envy me Cause paradise is where I'll be Sha-la-la AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altsburg of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's Daniel. .yourfamilybank.org Hey, my name's Brant. You ever make a change and then wonder, why didn't I do this a long time ago? That's what's happening for thousands of people with regard to their health care. They're joining MediShare, and then they're wondering, why didn't I already do this? For most members, it costs less than half what they were paying for their old health plan. There's a huge provider network, too. You can customize your plan, and this is awesome, MediShare members can go online with the doctor 24-7, So if you need a prescription for the flu or something, it's so convenient for you and your family. So, yeah, this is one of those why did I wait on this things. And if you don't love your current health plan, you're not stuck with it. You can join MediShare anytime. By the way, to give you an idea, the typical savings for a family, about 500 bucks a month. It just makes so much sense. Check it out. They're super easy to talk to. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 
844-8441-BIBLE. When you're running a business, the last thing you want to worry about are your computer systems. Superior Managed IT has been servicing IT for over 25 years, and they can help you manage your IT infrastructure, provide a security plan, as well as help your business move to the cloud. Superior's proactive maintenance program will guide you through the best options for your business. Don't wait. Let Superior manage your IT so you can concentrate on running your business. Call now for your no-obligation free consult. Call 612-999-6200 or go to superiormanagedit.com. That's superiormanagedit.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. And when I say AM 1280, I urge you to remember, starting Monday, it's going to be AM 1280 and FM 107.5. You don't have to live this way much longer, expecting to survive, but just an AM signal. No innuendo. You don't have to wait much longer. The FM signal will arrive. It is insane. Crystal clear FM signal in the western suburbs. Maple Grove, Anoka, Dayton, Corcoran, the Brooklyns, you know. As the sky grows orange, you can listen after dark. FM 107.5 starts Monday. Bye, bye, it does. Starting Monday, two bands, no waiting. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Two bands, still the same, three broadcasts. Myself, Brad Carlson, heard tomorrow, every Sunday, 2 to 3. And King Banyan every Saturday morning on AM 1440. The business plan. Holy cow, that's three stations we're dealing with now. Well, okay, we've been on we've been on the 1440 for a while now. Obviously, King Banyan's been there forever. But point being, there's just more and more ways to hear Salem Twin Cities, AM 1280, The Patriot, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Make sure you tune in for all of it. Anyway, the reason I was talking about this, uh, about the the slow but ongoing rapprochement between not only the the head the, the the primary financier of muslim activism both good bad and indifferent around the world including the people who have been financing the wahhabi expansion that has brought most that has done more than anything to make terror and islam uh synonymous among those who don't pay much attention is the fact that if the crown prince of saudi arabia is talking and putting his money where his mouth is when it comes to removing the funding from the radical mullahs who promote terror. Well, that should tell you something that should tell. And and not only, not only doing that, but meeting with Christians, not just any Christians, not just with Pope Francis, but the Pope of the church that has seen the most of the ravages of fundamentalist Wahhabi Islam. That sends a signal, not nearly as big as the signal as the low-key approach that the Saudis and the Kuwaitis have had with Israel, with withdrawing funding from the PLO, pulling it back just a tad, getting tired of their of their of of, of their absolutism on the on the subject of destroying Israel. Keith Ellison's got to be bummed. Uh, this is huge potentially, and the reason I bring this up is because we have a current in the Republican Party of Minnesota that is pushing this this harebrained, brick-headed, know-nothing resolution about barring Muslims from the party. And it's gotten to the point in some quarters that uh, it's, it's concerning people in leadership. State GOP Deputy Chair Dave Pasco, who we've interviewed in this broadcast in the past, said on a video that was circulating among Republican activists last week that if the platform resolution barring Muslims from participating in the Minnesota Republican Party passed, he'd resign. I think we talked about this a little bit last week. And I say this with all due respect, again, perhaps to Chairman Pasco, Deputy Chairman Pasco, but I, Mitch Berg, am not resigning anything. I'm going to fight the know-nothings in this party just as hard as I do the DFL because they're just as wrong. As I said before, American conservatism is built around rejecting the idea of collective guilt. 
anyone who says, quote, all Muslims do believe or act on anything as a group, even if the argument is based on sound information or logic, which, by the way, it's not, is relying on information from a bunch of really fever swampy websites and the sort of experts you run into at last call it bars all over the place. With no real <laughs> areas with no real problems, usually. It's no better than the most worthless DFL social justice warrior and uh, they're jabbering about identity because it is identity politics, just like the DFL does. Think about it if you're so inclined. I mean, we demand they assimilate, and yet they try to assimilate and say, yeah, not with us. And the idea that the soul of the party of Lincoln, Reagan, Buckley, Goldwater would be taken over by people who subscribe to collective guilt. No different than the Democrats, no different than the communists, no different than Nazis, no different than the Klan is too much for me to handle. And if you bring that resolution at Senate District 65's convention in two weeks, you're going to get your face singed. And if you bring this to any of the conventions I will be at, be ready to step to it because I'm coming for you. And I'm not the only one. We're going to talk about that next week. 651-289-4488. Stay tuned. This this fight has just begun. Uh, Let's go to uh, Patricia in St. Paul. Uh, Patricia, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Oh, hi, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing spectacularly. We've got about 30 seconds here, but I know you've got something important to announce. Yeah, tomorrow, corned beef and cabbage heaven. Oh, yum! That cooking, that cooking school, which one is one of the um, advertisers on the station. Oh, yeah. Um, from 3 to 7, um, we are going to also be serving shamrock shakes to raise money for Keegan Iverson's family. Oh, right. The Air Force, Air Force veteran who was in a terrible motorcycle accident and now has a traumatic brain injury. Uh-huh. We're going to be selling... Shamrock Shakes at the Cooking School event where you pay $15 to taste seven different versions of corned beef and cabbage by Twin City Chef. I will try and make it down there. Uh, Patricia, I will post the link to the information at shotinthedark.info. It's at uh, at that cooking school, which, by the way, is on the strip mall kind of east of 35E on Highway 13 in Lilydale, right next to the joke joint. Make sure you turn up. I will try and make it down there. I've got an engagement at 3 o'clock, but I will try and make it down by 7. Thanks for turning up. God bless you all. God bless America. See you next week. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. With so many Christian schools for parents to choose from, how do you know what school is best for your child? At King of Kings in Roseville, their mission is simple. To make known the love of Christ by word and deed within their school, church, community, and world. King of Kings Lutheran School in Roseville has been providing excellent academics from a faith-based perspective for Minnesota students for over 50 years. For more information about King of Kings, visit kingofkingslutheranschool.org. Whether it's from their outstanding extracurricular activities such as music, athletics, or community service projects to the unmatched academics, at King of Kings, you can be sure that your child is getting a strong biblical education every day in the classroom. Their curriculum has intentionally been built to prepare students both academically and spiritually. For more information about King of Kings, visit kingofkingslutheranschool.org. That's kingofkingslutheranschool.org. King of Kings Lutheran School, to make known the love of Christ by word and deed within their school, church, community, and world. Are you still treating unwanted pests in your home with toxic chemicals? Being a parent or pet owner, surely that would concern you, yes? 
Forget about wasting money on those cheap ultrasonic devices that claim to emit sounds, but don't penetrate walls, furniture or other obstacles. Plug-in Pest Free has been the innovator in electromagnetic pest control technology and for decades we've kept pests out of homes and businesses like yours around the world. Plug-in Pest Free works along the wiring of your home or business, pulse modulating the existing electromagnetic field, reaching deep inside the cavities of your walls, cupboards and other inaccessible areas where conventional methods can't reach. Plug-in Pest Free is maintenance-free and environmentally friendly. So plug in a pest free today for long-term cost-effective electronic pest control at gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off and free shipping. Order yours today at gopestfree.com. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.